Good afternoon. Oh no, it's afternoon. It's eight o'clock. <laughs> eight five. Oh boy. So uh, yeah, issues with Streamyard, and so we're having to do a little bit differently. Um, where Jacqueline is literally talking and she's muted on the screen. So, Jax. Hi. Yeah, you can see that I'm muted. Fortunately, probably for some people, but here I am. <laughs> StreamYard's been acting weird and, and for some reason it's not letting, well, everything, but it just, it's echoing so bad and it's hard for you a huge lag and delay. So we just figured this would probably be the recording. Um, and thank God we're we can kind of just figure things out later. Um, but yeah, Alex, we are going to be going over um, the talks about that team down south. Uh, we're actually going to be talking about both the and the Utah Valley game, just to wrap everything up and wrap um, the regular season, so that way we can focus on Whack Vegas. I cannot believe that it's already here, and I have not even started packing tomorrow after work. So, yay! I haven't started packing either. I would start after we finish this podcast uh, because I haven't. I haven't. I literally my bedroom. That's as far as I've gotten. I gotta get packed for tomorrow evening because that's what I'm driving to next so that we can get up to Houston. So I got a lot of work to do, guys. Same, same. All right. Well, hey, you know what? Let's let's get it rolling. I needed this a lot on Friday night. We'll get there. Do you, speaking of, do you have a drink? No, I didn't. I, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> Austin East Cider, of course. No, I know. I'm just gonna tough it out and dog in it with nothing to drink. Um, Cause I want to feel my absolute degenerate that I am. Hi, Scotty. <laughs> he was in my lap a minute ago and then I sneezed like seven times in a row and he was super now he's back. Hi, Corey Blanford. You world <laughs> How's West Palm Beach, you son of a But just some sugar daddies down there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> No, I uh, had an event, and uh, when I say eventful, I mean I woke up late and was late for my hair appointment from uh, yesterday's Fredonia Brewery sixth birthday celebration. Literally eleven thirty in the morning till past eleven thirty, and uh, so it was a long day. And then I went and got my hair done today. Yes, and so I'm 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 literally in hermit mode. I love it. So I had a long day today too, but I, Corey, ready for us because we're coming. We're coming. Um, I had a long day today too. 
SFA college night, although it wasn't a night because it was a noon game. Um, they did lose, unfortunately. Um, however, no, I'm not a Mavericks fan. I just, it was something to do. It was actually my friend Addie's first Mavericks game. Uh, because so whenever we had that huge freeze, and so she wasn't able to go. We went to the SFA game with the Dallas Mavericks. It was a good game. It was a fun day. Turnout. Um, Joey was there. I mean, it was Mr. a fun day. Mr. Budgets was there. Yes. Well, you enjoyed the game, even though the Mavericks lost. Um, nice, enjoyable day away from Tyler. I should have been doing here, but I know I've literally mm, like I got home and I I just started reading and I haven't even I just I'm kind of need to do laundry packing like I want to go to Vegas I don't either and I just can't believe no I, I feel like in my mind I don't feel like we should already be here and then for like two weeks, like I just feel behind on everything. So I'm like, after work and then drive to that. Yeah, it snuck up on us for sure. I know. All right. Well, because we have to go over two games, let's just go ahead and, and rip off the band aids. Um, unfortunately, the last couple against two of the most, I guess, impressive and so those two games were, were pretty, pretty rough on us. Talk about the first one. So we played Sam Houston state potentially the last time in, in conference. Um, you know, not sure if we'll ever play the, a non-conference game, which we may, uh, but that's, you know. but anyway, so we played Sam Houston at home, the last home on Wednesday, March 1st. And uh, yeah, for one last time, talking about Sam Houston and our history and background. History it is. Um, so going into the game, five wins and 48 losses going in. So we were ahead in our mm -hmm. <laughs> The largest margin of victory we've had, and that was on March 8th of 2004. The smallest margin. Was by one point, 67 to 66, and that was on January 2012. Our last matchup against them, January 19th of this year, Alex and I went down there. Um, but they beat us 71 70 um, on the road, and not, not, not a it's at uh, the, the lesser of the Johnson Coliseums, but. Oh, no, it wasn't. Um, but what are you, um, you going to do? What are you going to do? I'll hold off on talking about the wax. Talking about um, UVU, basically. What the seatings are going into Wack Vegas. So yeah. we'll just pass. Sounds good. I feel like Dr. Evil sitting here stroking my cat. It's freaking freezing in here, Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> uh, for this game against Sam Houston at home was 
Karate, and Nigel. Of course, it was senior night. We had Karate and Nigel starting. We did lose 64-59 in overtime battle. It really um, was. It really was. So our attendance was 4,189. To Sean Kennedy's stat section. I, I would like to say the crowd at that game finally came out for the finally had an amazing crowd and it was loud and it was it was a great environment but i just wish we would have had that all season that's all me too um all right so for so had our three-point percentage was an abysmal 13.6. Our free throws were 66.7%. Points off turnovers, 18. Second, eight. Fast break points, we had 18. Our bench points, we did have a fair amount of rebounds, but also it was an overtime game. Time uh, We mm -hmm. had 41 rebounds 10 offensive and 31 defense um we had 17 fouls we had i will say we had so not the worst mm. we had eight our game leaders we had nigel with double double rebounds and two steals and then we had aj with 19 points on steal so player of the game had to be our, our boy Nigel on his on his senior night had a great hundred percent. Nigel played lights out. Um, even though we, I mean, Nigel still played like his ass was on fire and really carried the team on his back. Him and AJ both. I mean, if you know, if there was a second place, it would obviously be AJ with his nineteen points. I mean, he played fantastically as well. Um, but yeah, it didn't go our way this time or the time prior. The Bearcats, and of course, they're not going to let us live that down. And they continue to. We are beneath them, and that they're glad that they're moving to a new conference. They've been dominating us in sports for the past X amount of years. And I'm, to be fair, I'm like, listen, you just recently became good in basketball a recent development it's not like you've been you know kicking our ass in basketball for a way around this is the first season you know a little bit last like decent so just get off your high horse all right for good the uh, the ESPN announcers that really play right now um the ESPN announcers in the last game at all they said Putin's done a lot except take his team to the tournament. It's so true. Win this season, the WAC Vegas tournament, and go to the tournament. I just need you to shut up. And until you can do that, all the haters to just be quiet in the peanut gallery and just zip. Best of luck in Conference USA. See you later, baby. Anyway, uh, so let's.
this was like a really good game, regardless of the fact that we did lose. It was a, it was a absolute barn burner from the beginning to the end. Back into it, um, there was at no point where I. I mean, we took them to overtime. A really good Sam Houston almost won. Obviously, almost doesn't count. Only anyway, so. You know, it's it's just one of those unfortunate basketball is you know you become you come so close and you scratch and claw your and you take a team to overtime and you know you just can't finish and that's just it's rough and it's difficult. Um, yeah, and you know what else we we both said this the whole game and most other people did too. Like the way that we were playing based on how we normally play and the fact. Three players, which we'll get to, and then still hanging in there to the mm -hmm. point that we. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, Sam Houston wasn't on their best game. And yeah, like you said, we were down multiple players, um, and them pretty much the majority of the game. And so um, it's just kind of speaks volume and the no-quit attitude this team has um, going conference foe like Sam Houston, who's been playing really well all, all year. They're due. They're, they've been playing well all year, and, you know, my – but, yeah, so let's talk about the good stuff then. Uh, um, let's, let's start just um, – I mean, I, I hate – I hate that him and Rati ending in that whole game for their senior game, but what a senior send off. Okay. Um, no, I really, agree. He, I mean, lead score, double, double, amazing for him that he had some really great threes, two steals. I mean, he played great. Uh, I also have, Specific notes on him. Um, he had a shot after a BS tie ball should have been foul, and he was heavily guarded. Uh, heavily guarded. Um, he had a steal off of the inbound. Um, what else? I made a note on. Great. I agree. Um, you know. Both of his both of his three pointers were at pretty important, and, and he had two steals. Um, those two steals were beautiful. Um, he was in foul trouble, but that didn't stop him one little lick. He was playing like his ass was on fire, um, and like this was his last game. And, and William, you know, love 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 watching Nigel play. In the past X amount, of, I can't remember how. It seems like he's been on our team for eight years. Not been eight years, and so I, I've been thoroughly enjoyed watching him. Honestly, can't wait to see what he does next. Um, he's a player. He always has a positive attitude. Um, he's like, and that you know he's there when you need him to be. He's really hard worker. He's a grunt. He's a workhorse. And so play, and I just really, really, really hope that we 
in Vegas and, and keep going and keep their season going specifically for. Me too. Um, and so on, on that note, our other, we only scored four, which is not, not up to what he, you know, he played great as well. He had a great drive in and one. He, and he had, he was two or three from his free throw. Four rebounds. He only had one foul. So for only one foul. Um, he played great too. And we've said before, like a great game doesn't just go that. And he, he played great as well. So, yeah, I couldn't agree. Couldn't agree more. Love Rati as well. I mean, he's played with us for technically. Um, he's been with us through some really, really, of course, some low lows. And, you know, him getting injured obviously took a lot of wind out of his sails a little bit. Um, but we're just glad that he was senior year and 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 be that, be that you know, that just like with Nigel. Um, someone the guys can look up to, can learn from. Quiet assassin, like he'll have games where he has great defensive games, where he's absolutely killing everyone. You know, threes, twos, he can do it. He is a utility player, just like you know, guys. I mean, he can literally hit from anywhere um, when he's on, when he's hot, when he's. Hot. And uh, same thing with with Rati, like with Nigel. I really hope that. You know, keep playing if that's what he wants to do past SFA. After after this year, he just continues to to be. Um, love, love them both, seniors. Going to be sad to see them go. I hope that we can see them play a few more times in Vegas before the season is officially over. Because they deserve it. They've worked hard. They've worked really, really hard. The entire. They've gone through a shit ton of adversity, shit. And so really, really proud of them for sticking through it and possible, especially going through all the stuff that we've gone through. I could not agree more. Um, Let's talk about. Can we talk about this guy real quick? My boy, my background. Page. Um, I have so many notes on him, and let's say I didn't listen, but he was the third lead scorer with 13 points. Um, for him, he had a great steal on a layup. He took a. He literally took a three that I'm going to say it was from West of Africa. He was literally standing on the Texas in the half court of where Abilene is. Like, that's how far out he was. Um, but we love to see it when it happens. Um, he was 100% with his free throws. Um, that one three is only three, but damn, what a three was it? I mean, it was, it should how far back it was, honestly. Yeah. Um, he had three steals, all three of the uh, momentum shifters that, you know, really kind of ignited the team. And then shockingly, he only had one personal foul. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. He's, he's so, he's so wild. Like there's some games where he'll have like five, you know, he'll, he'll leave the game. And then there's some games that he won't have any or one. 
only had one, and I am just abundantly shocked that he only had one. Me too, me too. Uh, you know, especially with the defense we play. We, we've talked about Yeah, eight, eight for eight from the free throw line. Yep. Amazing. I mean, majority of his points all came from free throws, so. And he's, he honestly, what now? Sorry. No, I take that back. The free throw is a one three, one two. Yeah, I mean, he is. I feel like he's Mister. You know, anytime, anytime there's a, um, yeah, he's usually the one stepping up to take it, a hundred percent. Yeah. Check. I'll have to check when we do our wrap up for the whole season podcast and see what his final. I'm sure it's pretty freaking high. Um, uh- It has to be. If it's not, I'd be shocked, honestly. Um, yeah. Step, who are we talking about? Let's talk about AJ, because he, he was our second point. Mm-hmm. He didn't make any threes, but he was 5 of 11, 9 of 12 from the free throw line. He he even had four rebounds. Shortest dude on the team. Um, he had three assists in there as well. And shockingly, only two personal fouls. Again, another guy hard, hard defense. I mean, literally, I've mentioned this about Morris. He's down there in your face constantly, and the fact that he only had two, two. Yeah, he took so some specific notes I have on him. He took towards the end of regulation. Um, he had in the backcourt off of their inbounds and then had the most beautiful reverse layup. He is like the one of the one of the only guys on the team, a couple guys on the team, and he's one of them, that he just is like or you know, with these reverse layups. You know, like he literally comes and just throws the ball over his head, like just tosses it in that reverse times out of ten it goes in. And I just don't know how. I don't know how because they're wild acrobatic shots. Yeah. I agree. Um, so just a general come out of halftime hot. We did. Three. <laughs> then we had several turnovers, but then an amazing block. Um, Oh, then Nigel had a fast break and a late. Um, so we did come out strong after that. Uh, Jalil had a great. He did. And, you know, and clutch there, especially in that second, towards the end of that second half and into over. He, he played um, for 23 minutes. That might be the most he's played. And, uh, we really, really needed him, especially after what happened with Nana. So, I mean, we outscored Sam Houston in the second half. I mean, we outscored seven, um, which obviously led to overtime, and we just obviously couldn't hold on there in overtime. Um, but wow, wow. Yeah, we we tried our best. So Robbie, Robbie played really great. Uh, um, it's seven rebounds. He's like a rebound machine, dude. 
seven rebounds. I mean, the only one who beat him in rebounds. 37 minutes. He only played 27. Um, yeah, exactly. There is just something hardwired into Robbie that, like, anytime he sees the ball come, like, he's literally diving for it. He could be di- over the back call, but, like, he he dives for those balls calm. The most extreme game of don't let it hit the floor ever. Is it when you're in elementary, there's, like, a game, like, Things like that. That's what it makes me think of. You know what I'm talking about? Of and course. Yeah. Jose. Damn, Sammy Yes. Listen, I have some of my grievances, but we'll get there. Um, <laughs> see y'all in Vegas. The invite. If Jose is coming to Vegas, this just took a wild turn. I mean, honestly, with Solo, it's like a 50. Going either way. That's <laughs> true. It's true. He'll be like, yeah, I'm coming. Or he'll be like, you know, I'm not going to come. And then literally he'll be like, hey, guys, I'm in the lobby. <laughs> guns blazing, like, I'm at your door. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bobby and. But what I love about him the most is like he is on a hundred all the time. I'm still <laughs> at the very end, at the very end of overtime when we were foul, um, the ball gets thrown in and passes before the dude gets fouled. Even Robbie's dude. But here comes Robbie running. Like, he's, he's going to come and make sure that we get that foul. He, <laughs> he had a moment. And you know, as soon as I tell you, you're going to start laughing again because I fucking, we were, I remember exactly at what point. I don't know if it was the first half or the second half. I don't remember. What matters is, is he makes this ridiculous layup. And he just literally immediately on, you know, when people are starting to go, immediately comes down off the layup and just turns and looks at the, at, yeah, looks at the freaking bench and just tongue out Gene Simmons. It, it was, it's, it's the Robbie version. It was, it a hundred percent was. And I literally, when he did that, but then I also said, holy shit. Is this the second coming? <laughs> and I just in my brain, I was thinking that because he would have done, and he has done that, and so I'm like, my God, is Robbie Chan? Is he about to have a breakout game and just absolutely dominate everybody? That would be great. I would love that. I think everybody else would love that too. I can't wait for a full season, a full season of. Healthy, full tilt, Robbie. Going crazy, acting a fool. From him towards the end of this season, like going full tilt. Wait. And you know what? My last note on him is last we had an overtime. He actually had a great. 
inbound if it hadn't have hit the bottom of the scoreboard. You're right. I remember that. Yeah. But other than that, it was great. It's hard to make a full court inbounds pass. I mean, it's true. I'm going to get intercepted. So it's a good point. All right. All right, unfortunately, yeah. moving on to the hate and hate to love. Begins with the airing of... I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> now, you're going to hear... Well, Jacqueline? So, let's, let's start with the most serious and somber note to get it out of the way. The most major grievance was that Nana got hurt. and Yeah. I, I, anyone who knows me well knows this for any kind of medical or injury related type thing ever to be. It's, it's bad enough, but like with the, it's just worse because it's, you know, we have a personal connection. We hang out with them or we're friends with them, but like we're on this then and it's just different and like pretty anxious going into this game. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I like felt physically ill. Like, yeah, we did. It was, it was just, it's all so weird. It's still, as we didn't even notice that anything had happened because there were other things going on in the point and it wasn't even obvious that something had happened. Mm -hmm. uh, but then like for me it was like you know and I don't but some some guys will take a little bit longer to get up sometimes you know what I mean right but Nana's not that clear like up and be like I'm fine I'm good whatever um so the fact that he was he was lying there deathly still just moving like we got a problem and it was just it was and even like when I always rewatch the game um, like the last like three minutes of the first half I was getting that possession was coming and like I just didn't want to watch it um, but yeah no it was just yeah, whatever it was bad um, and, you know at this point you know Rob, Rob has said the other night during the game that he's had surgery that all has gone well, but we just hate it. I mean, get injured, period. But like, especially at this point, because I know at the very least he would love to at least be in Vegas to be. He's worked for this all season, and it, it it's for example, if Day Day doesn't get to play, that sucks too. But at least he can. Mm -hmm. So yeah, very scary situation because once we all took a breath and this is actually more than just him hitting the floor and a minute to get up, like the wind got knocked out of him or something like this was a more serious situation. It was just very scary because we didn't, we just didn't know what was going on. It could have been a myriad of things. And of course there's, you know, people that were speculating. And, and honestly, I mean, we don't exactly know what happened. 
you may never know. And until Nana or the athletic what happened and this is what we did to help, you know, fix it on this. Everybody, please just quit fucking asking. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of questions and I'm sure Jacqueline is too. I mean, because we don't know. And, I'm, and if we, even if we did know, I'm not going to freaking tell you people. So yeah, a, a player got injured. He is a good boy, and I'm not about to go blasting his business on or spreading, you know, uh, half truths about his nation um, because that's not mine to tell. So and this is what sucks about this kind of stuff because the the chatter and the different a good place because everyone just wants to know if he's okay and want to know what's happening um but the the fact of the matter is yeah it's it's his, his personal it's his body it's his personal at whatever time he chooses and whatever form he chooses so send him your best thoughts prayers whatever your um and in the in the meantime, Kay's calling. Thanks, Sam Houston. Kay's not wrong. You know, it happens out of whenever we play Sam Houston games. Something always happens. So I trying to make light of it, and that I know. Yeah, no, it, and, and it, yeah, like uh, play or hit or whatever it was that that made. Um, just you know, yeah, I'm trying to make a joke, but. All, all not, if you're concerned about him, go on Twitter, go to not Nana Fagana and, and tweet him happy tidings and well wishes and all that he needs to see and hear right now. Um, and not questions on Vegas. Are you going to play a, like, stop just enough. Sure, I'm sure while he's resting, he will love to see tweets. Well wishes and good thoughts and whatever, whether you're religious or not religious or whatever, just some encouraging support. So that was my grievance. Obviously, not out getting hurt, but also the fact that I'm trying to figure out the, you know. Yeah, it comes from a good place. It does, but. It, so that's my grievance. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Dennis missing some pieces. Absolutely. I mean, it's very hard whenever you see, you know, not with an injury, you see day not playing because of a ongoing. And of course that's a major grievance and it's not, it's not anything to do. With I'm not mad at him or upset at him at all. I mean, that he's been literally out all season with a shoulder injury constant like there hasn't been a single game all season where he hasn't been in a freaking two yeah. shoulder braces so i mean or upset at the fact that he is or is not playing or to be rain need to get your priorities freaking straightened out because i'm sorry i'd rather lose every rather than have him get injured even more because he's trying to go in when he shouldn't be yeah, because here's the thing. The fact of the matter of it is this. In season, that's his body for his entire life. 
I don't, I don't want, I don't want to one season if it's going to cause him long-term damage to his shoulder. I mean, yeah. Do we want to win? Absolutely. Does Day Day freaking Lutely? You think he wants to sit on the sidelines? Have you seen the guy? I'm saying that more to him than to spectator. Like, no, I want to play, and it's like we appreciate that. But if it's if it's gonna hurt you worse, it's not worth it. Um, Yeah. The other part that I feel like that game is I can't imagine like the of all the rest of the guys having to play the rest of that game after even for us after seeing wheelchair like just watching the rest of the game was hard. Can you imagine if that's like playing with all season? And you watch that happen, and then you have to get your mind right to play the rest of this game. Like that's rough. Really rough. You have to the mental fortitude that a student have in 2023 is you have to. You have to. It's, it's tough, but it's like, tough. Definitely, in my years of playing, I I never had a teammate hurt ever like I mean we had minor things here and there but nothing like that imagine like continuing a game after seeing one of my one of my girls like I would not be okay no no I, I really scary moment and um you know talking about it but um yeah I mean if the two biggest grievances from the Sam Houston game and and on is the I just feel bad that those two guys have hustled all season the fact that you know Nana for sure is done like there's no there's no way and that day day again potentially uh is done what he's gonna do or not do in Vegas um he he posted and seems I don't know um we know that he what what uh, to Colby and Keller say, but and I just I, that's the only thing I, I I grieve about for them is the fact that they, regardless, you know, it's their season was kind of cut most important part of the season at the end when you know we're going to whack. That's just the main thing I feel bad about, and if Day Day decides to play and and. If, him to play and approve him to play. I just I need every into a prayer circle, uh, light some voodoo candles, some sage, sage their home, whatever to do in your current location Tuesday night. Let's see if it's six climate. Time in Central. Uh, whatever you need to do to make them, please, just say some prayers. <laughs> Any further, for the love of God. Agreed. Let's let's talk about actual game stuff. In the meantime, I'll just send thoughts, words, whatever on on Twitter to Nana, and I'm sure he'll love to see all.
We love you, Nana. Nana from Ghana. The mayor. The mayor. Feel better, buddy. My general complaints was, I feel like we had a lot of traveling bounds. Oof, yeah. And I'm like, this is your home court. It's the same size and location it's always been. Like multiple times, I think most of our most of our turnovers were either trapped. Yeah, and we did have more turnovers. One, honestly, it felt like there were way more. But as of, I mean, for goodness' sake, sometimes when you're watching the game, it just seems like there's more rounds than what there are. Um, but they definitely out rebounded us. Oh no, we had shit. Never mind. I read the wrong stat. They had the same number of offensive ones than we did, but I digress. Um, the defense I also have to, other than the fact that our points in the paint were down and um, our, our second chance points, eight. Man, we could not get a second chance points to save our lives, man. We got to get more offensive. Or second chance points. Unfortunately, I, I know that's just it's like I'm just like, oh. and it just I get down into the pain, and that's just that's hard because when you're losing, when you don't have day day, the two main dudes down there in the paint, that's what we're, we're going to get worked down there, unfortunately, and that's just sucky. Very. Um, so I have two references Sam, at the same time. It was a BS call whenever JVL May undercut him and they called a travel. On the opposite direction, they called a foul on Nigel. Not consistent. No. A second and we, we said this. So when I watched it back, I paid extra attention to make sure that we were correct. And I'm going to try to chalk this up to the referees being dis Nana getting injured and taken off at all the lag time on that. Foul call because when Nana went down, they called a foul on us. Wasn't on the shot. So it should have only been a one. They were just in the bonus. And they gave him two shots. I don't understand. I will also add referee grievance. How, in the love of God, decide to change the call midway through the call? Like, why would you, what makes you do that? When he called the charge and then he changed after he blew the whistle and then he changed it. Like, midway through him doing for the, he goes, he stops midway and goes, I'm like, in the no, whole. He did a full pelvic thrust. And I'm like. So wild. So wild. And the entire stadium erupted. Erupted. Is the complete wrong call. <laughs> I just don't understand. I, I like, like. You, I, th that just boggles my mind completely. 
but that's, again, what are you going to do with? Um, other grievances I have, obviously, that three-point percentage was just, it makes my eye twitch. It's, it's like, horrid. 13%, three out of 22. Ugh. God. Ugh. And the fact that we still shot 22 of them, like. <laughs> just keep trying. We could not hit the broad side of a barn. I tell you what. <laughs> just keep swimming, baby. Oh, it was, that was just rough to watch. Rough to watch because let me tell you, we had some decent looks, but man, oh man, I want to go down at all. I have to make one really tight. <laughs> Go ahead. If Scott Gordon's watching, yes, I'm drinking while I do this podcast. <laughs> that I'm not getting paid to do and is not affiliated with SFA. One drink on this podcast. I'm 36 years old. I can have a drink if I want. Back. What a throwback to last season. <laughs> I promise. Okay. <laughs> Know why that just popped in my head, but I had to do it. Um, no, you're good. Okay, some more grievances. Next game. My last two were about the overtime. Mm-hmm. Well, the first one's the main problem. First of all, right at the beginning of overtime, yeah. right off the get, let them get a three. And we lost by five, so there's three of the five points. Um, and then Right after we let them get the three, we let them get a steal on our first offensive possession. So, right. Um, then, then AJ drove in, and he was right there. And he passed it out, and I'm like. He just, he literally chunked it behind him. Ooh, he just threw it behind him willy-nilly like he there on our team to just be like oh, the ball it's mine i gotta use a t-shirt quote from watch his jersey short we didn't come this far just to come you drove all that way you gotta go all the way to come this far you gotta put it up just finish just finish it like ask it just honestly at that point Put it up. Put it up, and there's a foul, buddy. Because you drove in. There was multiple Sam and they were flapping away. So, I mean, what are you going to do? It was just one, a split-second decision. He just made the wrong choice in that moment. It ended up, you know, obviously not saying that that moment cost us the game, but it didn't help. It, it already messed it up before. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah but that was just a that was, as soon as that happened i was like well shit well shit all um, right Gordon, we love you yeah i know rough one too um okay so uh <laughs> one word to describe the game jack
Sayonara, you sucker. Let the door hit your ass on the way out. Where the good lord split you, I swear. Um, typical, I feel like that was just a, you know, when I say typical, I mean the final game we play against Sam Houston State as conference rivals, like it's going to be an overtime game. It's going to be a barn burner. It's going to be absolutely ridiculous. Going to be bad calls, injuries. It was insane. And why are we not shocked? And of course, they get the upper hand on us. Typical. We hear nothing but just absolute ragging. So. All I got to say is they are going to repeat that till the end of in the last game at our place. That's all they got. Y'all just remember and we're ahead. Yeah. The fourth day, if my memory. Wait, I'm sorry. 55 to 49. Oh, but they're going to hang that over our heads that they beat our heads. Shush. They are. Woo, okay. Sucked every other time that we played you. Anyway. We talked about the, the Nana injury. We already talked about Day-Day. Um, this wasn't the last game of the season. Sam Houston, there was one more Friday night, so this past Friday, uh, in Orem, which Houston game was rough to talk about. This game will So, you know what? Let's just rip the Band-Aid off, people. All right, so not a whole lot of background here because literally, First time we played them was last season. That's the other time we played them. Uh, one win, because last matchup was February 3rd of last season. 59 at home. Uh, so both seasons, we've only played them one time. And then a um, uh, This is our second time playing them, right? Or third time? Yeah. One. Yeah, I have a lot of experience playing them, and obviously, A, that shows, and B, um, well, I'll just save that. Uh, <laughs> I'll just save. Uh, all right, so do you want me to do the standings now? Uh, whatever you want. I guess the end, because we can talk about going. Let's just do that. Let's just do that. So we'll skip ahead and go into the, the notes and the stats. So this game, we're obviously, we're, we no longer have JJP. Uh, JJ is injured, Nana's injured, so we got a, a new batch of starters. We had Nana, and Jalil. Um, we did lose oh. 113 to 69. Oh. Um. 2,267. Um, all right, so I'm just gonna watch in the Sean Kennedy stat section. Okay. That was real fast. I, okay. <laughs> first of all, it's funny. Second of all, it is. I would like to bring back the point that we were literally throwing down two of them being starters. 
bring that back around again to the front. Three and guys even, down, two. Even Jalen had started when he was in good health. So any of those three dudes started at some point. Correct. We'll, we'll have much more to say on that. But um, all right. So here's Sean Kennedy's stat. But it was our stat. Some of our stats were better. Um, That's facts. <laughs> Shockingly. <laughs> our percentage was 39.7, which was 7%. Our three-point percentage was 35.3%, which was 2% higher than the same game. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, our free throws were 0.5. Not good. Not, not good. 10% less. Our points in the paint were 26, which was higher. Uh, points off turnovers was 18, which was the, exactly the same. And chance points was 16, which was double what we had in the Sam game. Fast break points, we had 10. Bench points, we had 21. Only enough was higher than the Sam game. We had less bench players, but so I guess it all washes out. Um, Total two, uh, we had 11 offensive boards and 21 defensive fouls. We had 23. Not good because that's higher and spread amongst less players, but we are. Um, we also had several in that video. Oh, God. We had. They had 13. We had five steals. We had four blocks. Our game leaders, so again, our high point was not one rebound, two assists, and two steals. We had our boy Robbie with 10 points, three rebounds, one block, one steal. He had every stat. We had with 9.12 rebounds, one assist. So close. Had that double double. I was rooting for him to get that double double. I tell y'all how happy that would have made me. But God. Up, at least one more game. So. I know. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, and Jalil had seven rebounds. He did. You get wait. Is that what he had the game before? I think seven or eight, yeah. Just kidding. So seven rebounds. That was great. Um, okay. Uh, so I do a Robism section since this was a um, <clears throat> TV game. Um, so like we, we already discussed, he did confirm that Nana had surgery to him. So that, that's all wonderful and good. I know that really helped lift his spirit, so that's great. Um, one thing he said during warm-ups, I don't think during the game he had on the jersey, but he said during warm-ups in, in a whatever, in a jersey, and he, and he came out like he was, and he was like, he said a few better assistants to be. Um, so that was fun. <laughs> like that, because I can just imagine. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> And I love that because listen, if some of these coaches now 
I guess, big NBA coaches and want to, like, try to spy on her huddle. During timeouts, like, let's mess with their head a little bit in the pregame. Yeah, I'm here for um, it. At one point during the game, Rob said it can't get over quick enough. <laughs> he said. And then he... <laughs> Listen, Rob says, I don't even know. Everyone has their grievances, right? That's what it is. Um, but he does such a good job being petty comments about it, but stating clearly if you're paying attention and you know, then like, if you know what I'm saying. Mm, yes, I, I get what you're putting down. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So there was one point where he said they missed a shot from three foot and like missed again from three feet. True. Uh, so I really, honestly, I don't know tech for, but Rob literally said verbatim, Kyle got a tech while. So I don't know what. I, I, I don't know. You know, this game was, uh, because we, well, here's the thing. We knew going in that it was not the best game. Uh, I've already kind of resigned my head that we were probably not going to win because we were losing Day uh, Day, Jalen. And we were going against the best who's played lights out all season. An entire team of seniors. So I, I knew this is going to be a difficult challenge. As Jacqueline went over the stats, yeah, those stats seem pretty. And it, you know what I mean? Like, they, but they were better than the Sam Houston game. They were not indicative of a 44-point loss. Correct. That, yes, that's what I put yeah. out so eloquently. Yeah. Is, is the fact that, yeah, a shit ton. We got our teeth kicked in. Let's just, but we actually didn't play that bad. UVU is just. They are. And I'm glad that you said this because I'm probably going to forget all my points, but I would, I would like to preface all of our strengths and grievances with this. And here's the thing. Correct. So first of all, we were, we were down three very, This is the best team in the league. We, no way to mince words. We got our asses handed to us. 100%. But I'm not even going to say, I'm not terribly or that it was a like a terrible showing or whatever. We had two guys in the starting lineup who, here's the thing, start Derek and Jalil, but absolutely. All the confidence in the world, I think they could be great starters. 
they are not used to starting because have been injured and missed a considerable amount. For one, they haven't they haven't gotten the playing time need and in a system, especially Jalil, because he's brand new, fully have the experience and game time and court just uh, to be at the level that they want to be at. And second of all, they haven't gotten to be conditioned to the point that they should be. So I don't want anybody to make any misconceptions that like, oh, well, you know, we were like the players that we have out there playing are not good enough. Because I, I have full confidence that we had in the guys that we had out there. I think they're going to be great players. Our team was not at the level to compete with the number one team. And two of our starters have not had the playing time this season to be up with a number one team or have the, the time and the experience to play with that. So it's, it's not, it's not. Don't think that it's like, oh, we have a B string out there who's not good. Like, but they just haven't had the court time because of injury and, you know. Yeah, I mean, we we've been and we talked about this earlier against the same general throughout the season. Like, we've had to overcome numerous numerous challenges throughout the entire season. I mean, remember, if you go back to the beginning of the season, down. Like, we're basically. Going back to that almost where we have such a small bench. Okay, let me just put this in comparison for you. We have the bench. Three. UV. Eight guys came off the bench during that game on Friday versus us. We had three guys come off the bench. Trell and Kyle, a.k.a. Matt dudes available to come in and play minutes and take time off of starters, you know, to give them a break. And we don't have, we don't have people like that. We do not have eight people to come off the bench. And two, and two of our starters have missed a considerable amount. They're just simply not conditioned to the point that they would be if they're playing all season. Guys to come off the bench. Yeah, not even close. <laughs> you know what I mean? We have five. Maybe six. No, five. Like, it's just, we have to kind of, and that's why going into this game, we have my expectations and just realize, like, not saying that this game steal a win versus the best game in, best team in the league and then to end the season with 20 wins, but we're already in Vegas. We were like it wasn't like we needed to win this to be able to make it into Vegas at all. Yes, it would have been nice for the team to win. Yes, it would have been nice for us to get 20 wins. You know what? Like, as much as it, I hate to say that I'm okay with the loss because I'm never okay with a loss, but I'm not mad about it. Like, did we look horrible? Yeah, but compared of you put on the court of course in comparison it's gonna yeah. look like we played but we really didn't they're just that much better <laughs> and that's just being honest yeah so no but i just i want I'm 
for that mind because it, ma it makes me feel bad that like senses to be like oh we just put a ragtag but because that's just not the case like yeah we, we had we had only eight only eight players who i i consider all put any of i could have put any of those eight guys mm -hmm. in the starting um it just so happens that two out of the starting five have not had the playing time that they should have during the season or another so like we can't we can't hold them to even their potential so i just i don't i don't want anyone to get that so we we had yeah. a team that wasn't fully prepared due to un not unforeseen but like unavoidable circumstances and we played and that's just also such a quick turnaround time we played hard 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 physical game on wednesday night that went into minutes versus Sam Houston and they immediately jet off of they we sang the school song they ran around quick like hugs to people so fast and then they literally tunnel so that they could change shower do post game and then hop on catch a flight the next to get up to Orem like yeah quick turnaround time between that game and this game i'm sure fatigue is a but i would yeah. i mean yeah you're they got to utah the morning on thursday and then they play friday night like come on yeah were they dudes yeah yeah and and so i just would like and this up so we can get on to talking about the game itself and then end it because you know long but you know, I just want anybody to think exactly what Jacqueline said. A ragtag group out there and said, you know, have fun, do do the best. We put the guys out there that, and B, it wasn't like they just gave up. At no point, any point during that game, did that team give up? They were fighting hard time, you know, and it. We just, they got out to an, kept just tacking on, tacking on, tacking on. Again, what, what are you going to do? You, you, there's nothing. Eight dudes coming off the bench for one team and three coming off the bench for another. It's just so unfair. And not saying that that's UV. It's, I mean, it's not, but it's just were so unbalanced at during that game that it's just hard any other game that we had this season like it was just an unfair advantage like, you know if that's UVU's fault they just had a lot of guys really good dude it's shit and that one was an oatmeal raisin exactly Jacqueline, player player of the game, who do you got? It's the same as I got. Nigel, easy. Easy. Nigel, 20 points. I mean, you already went. He killed it. Last game of the regular season, double zero. Zero on his jersey, but number one in your heart. The Nighthawk, the Nige. 21, 29 minutes, just played again. 
and could not be happier for his uh, performance. Uh, loved it. Um, so yeah, let's talk about, even though we did get our teeth kicked in by a really good Utah, uh, there were some high points. So let's talk about them real fast. Nigel hit 1,000 career points in this game. That is a big that one. That's 100%. Congrats to Nigel on, on joining the 1,000-point club. 100% deserve it. Very exciting. Um, let's see. What else? I have a list. So, one of our leading scorers, um, but a few that I made specific notes about because they were so beautiful. Um, he had a nice little steal in the backcourt again. Um, shows like his tenacity on defense. He is always on. Um, he had a nice little shot. He played great. Um, he not the best on field goal percentage, four of twelve, um, but he was fifty percent. And he missed all three of his free throws, which is wild. That's not like him at all. Um, it's definitely uncharacteristic of AJ for sure. Um, but he yeah, he did. That buzzer three that he had was loved it. The only three that he made was. <laughs> I love nothing. I love more than a buzzer beater shot. I don't care if it's a layup, a three, a half court shot. I don't give a shit. Ha buzzer goosebumps all over. I tell you what. Me too. I love it. Um, next, I have to talk about our boy Derek. Listen, we love Derek. He's missed quite a bit of playing time from his injury, and I hate this under, but I love to see him starting and getting some playing time because he, he just need he just needs a little time there the biggest diamond ever inside that clamshell we just got to give it a minute give it minutes on the court and it'll pop right open baby because he almost got a double double with 12 rebounds points I love to see Derek's success because, like you said, he deserves it. He fought through it. surgery to get back on the court. Um, he just to show what he's got. And when he's out there, you know what I mean? It's just hard when you can when you see here, two minutes here, two minutes here. Like you don't really see him get into like a huge and 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 so when he's out there for longer periods of time. He just needs a little bit of time to get going. And once he's going, he can he can outrun anyone. He can go the ball better just as good as anybody. He can obviously lights out. I mean, he's over there out rebounding Jaleel. Like a lot taller. You know? Let me scroll down real fast and make a comparison here. Um, he had, there was not a single person on Utah Valley's team that had 12 rebounds. The closest was so. Yeah. Just saying, I, yeah. I just need to see 
of Derek on my court. Um, on my court. <laughs> he is just. I know. And I love him so much. And all, all you'll have to do is read in high school and you're going to be like, why am I not seeing him more? I hear it from Richard Parton every game. Um, <laughs> so we got every game. But um, yeah, he's, he's great. And I have a lot of the basketball mentality that we talk about with dating. I watch him play <clears throat> just from my years of watching how I was as a player, I can tell him, listen, I was not nearly, I was not talented or athletic as Derek, but I can see on that he has the same like mind frame that I did when I played. You can tell that he is so, he's so, that he is harder on himself than anyone. So, just, I need to get more minutes so that he can stop being. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the guys are like that for sure. Um, Day and Derek, because they, they have such. And I feel like anytime Derek and just like with day day, like anytime they're on the court, like they're like, they're constantly checking out the current situation where they try and slow the game down to their pace. Like, you know, they want to make sure that ends like, you know, they're trying to lead the court and just need more playing time, man. Um, let's one thing that happens that he's not aware of. He knows happening. Yeah. And I missed that little uh metaphor up. And in a clam, and it's a pearl and a clam. But whatever, Don't you that was you did. I, say, I think I think you meant a pearl, but I was gonna let it go. And mm -hmm. then I said, clam, whatever. It's okay. You fixed yourself because I didn't want to be that person. Be like, uh, you got that metaphor. Yeah. Um. So Robbie, let's have a game, bud. I was that he was he was on the court and he was playing. Hard, hard, hard basketball. I'll be getting a three. <laughs> Second leading scorer. I did not. Uh, I know. Okay. I know. I mean, that three from Robbie had me out of my chair. Like, there was a game, but that was freaking one of them, man. He had that nice three. He up. I mean, that's what, that's what I'm saying, what I was saying earlier about the same Houston. This, I, I cannot wait to see the 100% Robbie Armbrister. I cannot because the season started. So many of the people who are close to the team, this player, people said that this kid is the real deal. He is a full all-around nutbag, like his skills. And so him going down and getting injured in the was very was obviously a letdown, I'm sure for himself, but also for everybody because pumped to see what you know what this kid could do. And so now starting to see it more and more. And what I'm seeing, I'm a 
has so much Leon Gilmore the third in him. It's nuts. And I more, more Robbie, more, more, more. He's been making that comparison all season long, and like I just, there was no one else I could think of besides Leon. Um, and then I was thinking about it the other day, and I'm like, I don't think Leon ever started for us. Look, out of his maybe his group, senior year, maybe. Um, but look, look at mm -hmm. like the league. NBA ball. How many of the dudes who started during his era are, are playing G League ball? Shannon and Kevon. There's a ton of dudes who started before him who aren't playing anywhere. Robbie, keep going. Keep fighting, brother. Keep fighting. Let's see, Rati had a nice jumper. Um, you know, I. First half, I took a lot, a lot of notes, but then second half, I just kind of, um, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all I had positive wise. Uh, yeah. What about you? Okay, cool. Second half. Ends with the airing of grievances. You people, now you're gonna hear about it. You. Okay, so. I don't know where to be. I don't want this to last forever because I'm sure there's, I mean, let's just wrap. So, first of all, <clears throat> Angle, whenever they come out of like, out of, uh, and breaks where it's like up in the ceiling, look, that's got to go. That was driving me bonkers. I said, what is this? Why is there a camera all the way up in the freaking rafters? That with that. Um, secondly, I, no score bug, no score widget for at least five. You know what? I started complaining about that. I'm like, I don't know the score. I can't see the shot clock. I can't see the fouls. I can't. I'm out left. No. Then when they finally gave us the score, I was like, take it back off. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, Let me just see it. Let me just cheer for the guys and not know what the score is. I know. I know. Uh, but yeah, so they then, then when they try to up, it knocks the feet off for a and we I, we lost like a whole minute of the game because they were trying to bug off up, so that was nice. Love. Um. Okay. So enough about that. Game. You should kind of working. But you should whatever. get that shit going before the game. First, right off the bat, three turnovers in a row. Three. Immediately turn the ball over on our we foul the Wolverines immediately. And then right after they shoot the free turnover, back to the Wolverines. And then again, turnover. I again when you're watching the 
was turnover after turnover after turnover. I'm like, holy shit, we're going to have. Believe me, I was shocked as shit when I pulled up the damn stat. 18. I definitely thought it would be over 20. I, I, like I said, I was thinking this was going to be an astronomical. They had, we had 18 and, and they had 13. Far off, but still, I was pleasantly, but yeah. still too many turnovers. Um, especially in the very beginning of the game when it was like, boom, three in a row, boom, boom, boom. Like, man, rough, 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 rough. Um, shout out to the announcers for calling one of their players, Timmy Two Hands. I'm slam dunked it. That was the lamest fucking joke I've ever like I can't uh, they're like ooh Tommy two hands like how many I mean cause he two hands slammed it and I'm like why can't you just say two better than Tommy two hands but that makes me think like what is he supposed I don't know like what I don't know they were trying to be funny and I just Maybe it falls for other people, but it didn't fall for me. Um, yeah, and I just, I'm, I made comments like, you know, it's just, you know, uh, it's like, it's just hard not having Day Day and Nana down in there. I'm not getting offensive boards, not like we were getting them with them, but uh, man, it's just, we didn't have nothing falling. And when Tre- when Trell was on the ground and he got up limping, I I thought I'd have to fuck some shit up. I said not today. I can't deal with any more people, especially Trell. Cannot deal with it. And thank God he was fine. He came back in the game later, but was spent. I, that's exactly the moment I stopped taking notes. Um, so I feel like in our preface of this game, I already, I already most of our grievances and I, I really don't have any specific, like, um, with our guys, cause listen, I, I think we did what we could. Um, but I get general grievance that I'm, I'm gonna, I mean, that's exactly, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'll time you but, go. I already know what you When I say here's the thing, um, anyone who knows me, number one, knows. I do much about the officiating often, and I do not ever officiating in a manner that I am <clears throat> that's what decided the game. Because I just don't believe that. And I don't have again. My dad was a referee. I played basketball growing up. I know that's not that. Um, but here's the thing. And we've gone into this before. To us, the very first season that we podcasted, I literally stood up and read it word for word, verbatim, from the referee that book. The first responsibility of the important priority is for them to maintain Safety. Okay. So my problem with this game, and listen, it goes 
Well, I'm not pointing fingers any which way. Because, listen, we got three players. But when it's games like they're very heated, because, listen, where guys are struggling, we we just had one of them wheeled off in a wheelchair off the court game. And, well, <clears throat> we got a group of guys put together who are all good players experience this season as we already pontificated on for 20 minutes um we're, we're not we we've, we've got a good team but the team can't for various reasons uh and we're struggling we're playing the number one team in three four points okay not a fun time for anyone on our um, and it's getting heated both ways which i mean i just don't Reasons to talk shit if you're winning by 44 points, but what do I know? Just say at that point, like you're just what's it called? Beating a really are. Um, so the referees supposed to be the authorities regulating this game, and they quite clearly have no control whatsoever. Because there's shit talking and instigating and everything right and center on both sides. And the refs are just letting it. Um, so it continues. And it's clear they didn't know because if you have to call that many texts and it's not it's not getting better with. And that because it gets to a point where it becomes a point of it's not unsportsmanlike conduct on both sides because the refs are allowing it. then both sides keep doing it and it just keeps building higher and nobody wants to nobody wants to budge um and it see because if you don't control the game then the person it's not even going to be about who started it, but one person with the wrong person by saying the wrong thing or giving too hard of a push, and then it's just, um, which I made that point, and then unfortunately I was proven game because it went to shit because it wasn't controlled from the get-go. My final complaint on that is when I air these grievances on social media and someone who's literally on our team let me just make that clear. Um, I say on our team, has to try to come at me. Everybody knows. Listen, if I'm going to say something, you're going to know it's me saying something. But Astros fan, whatever, who's on his like fifth burner account, at me and say, you shouldn't be complaining about the rest because coach is going to mention bad look. Uh, and they just, the refs had given up. It was such a blowout. And I'm like, no, no, no. For a reason. Because blowout or it's about it's about the safety and the fairness of the game and the guys being like. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the score is. They should call something either way. And then you're going to try to tell me, well, coach is not going to say that in the locker room. And I'm like, locker room because he's the coach and he shouldn't be trying to blame a 44 point loss on by the way I'm also not doing but I'm a spectator so I can bring 
And I hope that he's watching this because he's now been blocked on Twitter. Twitter, so you can hear it here from my mouth because I don't need to create to try to stir up shit with my own fans. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is Here. damn. I don't think Jacqueline's gone off on our in a while like that, and I'm so happy. Because normally it's And for once, I can take a seat. Because she has it. And, and conversate about that. Because you, you literally just said the entire thing. The only thing is I am beyond pissed. That the freaking UVU player didn't get a tech for hanging. Did he get a tech for hanging on? Absolutely he did not. And All right. And was. And let's use them. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if the, and that was SFA, like Robbie or Nigel or whoever, and they hung on the basket and the rim for as long as that man, we would have been teed up within a millisecond. Two things. He chinned up and swung. Big down. And there was not nearing an SFA player in sight because it was like, I'm, unfortunately, and I will own that and say it, there was no SFA player under him. Just rubbing it in our face. We know we're behind by 40 points. Yeah, like we're aware. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. It's just insane, insane, insane that the fact that that did matter if we're fucking up. If we're up by 40, they're up by 40, we're winning. They're winning by two, or it's in double overtime with 30 seconds left on the clock. Shit. The rules are the rules. What the frick are we doing? The end. Rules are the rules for reason. Point, and anybody who wants to bury their head in the sand and miss that point, sorry. But there are rules set in place to my conduct because guess what if you're winning by 44 points and unsportsmanlike conduct the other team's gonna just the way it works and so these things are placed to try to keep it sportsmanlike and keep tensions at a low throwing the game yeah. otherwise why, why have referees at all let it be a fucking free-for-all and like, I, I mean, I got to smooth down my eyebrows to like flick myself to even say that. And I, I should not have to explain myself one million more times. But as a daughter of a referee, I, I can, I can raise for that because that is their main charge is to keep it safe. And sportsmanlike is one of the first pillars to keeping it. And if you don't have control of the game, it's going to be mayhem. It's just, it's, it's not, it's not hard and make it known. And if you do, the player, one toe out of line and I'm out of here. I got to not do that. And, and then it keeps control of the game. But at this point, it hits a boiling point. And you saw 
throw. They aren't respecting the officials. No. It's like it's like a comparison would be if, if you don't they can get away with stuff. Well, guess what? They're going to push the limits. They're going to keep doing it because they haven't discipline for it. So they're going to keep doing it. And like I just uh, that is of watching a referee because I can tell you one thing like that the coaches and the players knew what the level of respect did mm-hmm. and they they did not test it or they out of there because like the, I, I can tell you other I did um, <laughs> so your referee called ran one of the local chapters uh, for high school and so like a bigger playoff game or whatever and there was a local coach who when I was in high school <laughs> and my dad referees one of his games and he comes home the game <laughs> and he's like oh yeah like what? please tell me you didn't I was, I was like humiliated but it's like he made it very clear what the standard was and if you stepped up out of there bye yeah See you later i mean you all, all points in science point that's all i gotta say um my last grievance about it because it's just it continually is kind of depressing um it we had uh, 26 points in the paint. Six. 56. Just, they had 34 points. They had 46 bench points and 28 points off of turnovers to our 18. It was just rough. It was just a rough game to watch. All in- We've talked about it. I don't want to continue talking about it because it's going to make my brain hurt. You know, rough game to watch. is Honestly, it's one of those games where we're just going to have to just- can put it out of our brains and move on. And- didn't even happen. It didn't happen. It didn't exist. It didn't happen. Don't even understand. Didn't- oh, what? What happened? Um, And so... We just have to focus on and what we can control is this next game and how we well we prepare for it. And that's and that's all that they can do. And that's all that they can do moving forward. This game in, on, on Vegas, which we'll talk about in a second, it's very winnable. So the team that we have at the moment. So we just got to think about that. Uh, so moving forward, wrapping things up. So game summary, uh, what do we have to describe the game? Ooh, I didn't think of one for this game. Oh, I just said wolf. Wolf. Because that explains the officiating. Yeah. And and exactly right. I mean, all of the stuff that happened, the extracurricular activities and stuff that happened. If if the referees would have controlled the game earlier, it's pretty possible that those extracurricular activities would have never occurred. So tensions boil over and what the fuck do you expect with a bunch of 20 something year old boys who are frustrated 
pissed off, on on edge, what do you expect? Right? For any of the things that happened during the game or after to happen, it, and I'm not saying that that is what should have happened or that they were in their saying, like, if the referees would have put a pin in it when they should have, events probably wouldn't have occurred. Just yeah, flat I, out. I, if they would have asserted their authority from the quite literally, um, then be in mind and be here on both sides would not during the game would not have occurred up to that level. Yeah, I agree. That's my opinion. Um, okay, so regular season's over. That's- We're done. It's a, it's a wrap, baby. Uh, we end the season. 19- um, and uh, we're heading to WAC that's in uh, WAC Vegas minus New Mexico is in like every team that's in the WAC is in minus them because they've been DQ'd reasons that are their own making um, for multiple multiple reasons um, they did come out with Awards tonight, and actually, our very own Day Day Hall was named back second team. So, I'd like to give a quick congratulations, Day Day Hall, for getting on team. Uh, he led the whack in FGP. I love him so much. I am him first team. Me too. I, th- I think I think he absolutely uh, first team. I'm 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 just glad that he got recognition somewhere. Deserves recognition. He had 13.1 average points per game. He had 16.7 rebounds per game, or I'm sorry, six. And uh, his field goal percentage was. I have to use a weird font. I can't read it. Is that 69 or so that's like 50, so basically 60% field goal percentage. Um Dede Hall, congrats on being named to the all whack. Should have been first team, but I digress. Um yeah. nothing to sneeze at for sure. It's great. Definitely not. Right. Dede Hall, play any of those first team. Let me see what happens. Embarrassing. He will embarrass them all. Um, right, exactly. So the ending uh, standings in the as follows. So Utah Valley with uh, their overall loss record is 24 and 7. Like I said, their winning percentage is 8%. They were they played great. They had a better chance at 83%. Um just good. It's good. To- Again, weird, weird, weird because of the whole New Mexico thing. Not every games are thirty-one games. Some teams played twenty, and so that's just how the good crumbles. So Sam Houston with an overall record of twenty-three and six. Uh, Southern and Seattle U, I guess, tied for third um, at twenty and eleven. 
in fourth place at 11 and seven in the WAC conference and 1911 earlier is 19 and 12. My bad. Um, Grand Canyon, 11. Tarleton at 16 and 15. Same thing with California Baptist. UTA, 11 and 20. Abilene Christian, 13 and 16. 15 and 16. Utah Tech, 13 and 18. And of course, DQ'd themselves for many reasons, but they ended this. Um, I mean, they weren't going to be going to WAC Vegas anyway. Not now. But moving on to the resume seating. So the final resume follow Sam Houston with the number one seed. Utah Valley, number two seed. Southern Utah with the number three seed. Seattle U, number four seed. Grand Canyon, number four. Boston, number six. Tarleton, number seven. California Baptist. Albert and Christian, number 10. UTRGV, number 11. Utah Tech, 12. UTA. So what that means is we'll be playing the number 11 team, Utah Tech, on at WAC Vegas at the Michelob Ultra Arena. Our first time at the Michelob Ultra Arena because last time we played until Wednesday and it was at the Orleans Arena. At Orleans Arena. So, yeah. Check it. Yeah, I'll be see a different arena. I'm not 100% sure where that one's located, but we'll find <laughs> Google, Google Maps will tell us. <laughs> we will Uber there. No. Uh, but, yeah, so we'll get in. This is kind of like the basic layout of our and leaving Tuesday morning from Houston, going in Denver for an few hours or so and then leaving Denver and around three something, three thirty, something. Yeah, somewhere in the three hour. Don't really know exactly when. We will ship over to uh the Orleans because that is night. Um and then from there we will do the Rio for the rest of the time that we are there. Somebody told me. Oh, I'll say that for after. I'm after that. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna keep that to ourselves. Uh, but yeah, the the ladies are playing Wednesday at uh, the the or Wednesday late morning afternoon. I have to look at the schedule again. day, so we'll be there for that game as well. I think they're playing. Okay. Hold on, let me. Uh, keep talking. I'll check. I'm pretty positive it's new. Okay. Um, and so anyway, you know, it's just, um, hmm? Oh, yeah. We'll be there regardless. We're, so anyway, um, very exciting time. Very excited to go to Vegas again. We'll be there for the guys game and obviously the girls game. And however long, if the guys go all the way, fuck yeah. If the girls go all the way. For one game, fuck yeah. <laughs> We're staying until Monday, so it doesn't matter. Wednesday at noon. Okay, perfect. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, you can wake up on on Wednesday at the Orleans. And 
know, you check out, leave our bags at, at uh, the bell team. And then from there, go and check into the Rio. So that works. Got our day planned. Damn. That's yeah. That's our day, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's good stuff. Um, but yeah, so we're excited to go back to Vegas and maybe go and, and visit some places we didn't get to on the first time. Be Jacqueline's second trip to Vegas, and so there were there were a bunch of there are a bunch of places humongous, as you all know. Uh, there are a bunch of places and hotels that we didn't, I didn't get. To, just ran out of time. There's so much going on that we just ran out of time, and so I'm there this time. Maybe go some different places to eat. Uh, so we're gonna have a fun little time. We have a couple things already in mind that we want to. Um, just gotta find the find the times to do it but man we're, if, uh, if there's anyone else that's listening from any team out there i don't care if it's utah or whoever if you're going let us know we can hang out nice most of the time um and the day you catch me on <laughs> that's facts um Ready to go, and we just we hope for a good showing for both the lumberjacks and the lady jack. And so, ready, just gotta pack and get there. <laughs> pack and get there. That's that's literally on my list. It says pack, have fun. <laughs> like that. Those are my last my three three last things to do. We are ready and we are pumped, 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 pumped. We want to thank over the season um can't believe it's already pretty much the end arrived regardless of how you know sfa does and be prouder of the team both guys and girls played very well uh you know obviously a lot of challenges and adversity from especially in the guy side uh really excited to see what happens in whack vegas even if neither team, knock on wood, make it further than just the one, it's all hell. And uh, just excited for for March Madness. I mean, watching day during uh, some of the other tournaments that are happening, I was just I was, you know, getting the getting the willies watching some of these teams play. I was Cougars and Memphis game, and man, it ended on a buzzer beater. Uh, again, you know how I love some buzzer beaters, so. Um, ready, ready. A little note about literally, like as I was rolling back into town today from the Mavericks, and I'm sorry, this is going to be a, a crush load against. <laughs> My dad sends me this link of Caitlin Clark's triple double leads. I which was over Ohio State, and I, I was dropped off and get back home. So I just I just saw the headline, and I thought that girl is insane because I've already seen the girl play. I know it's crazy. Like I'm gonna look. I'm gonna. Look, I, I'm not in a position to do it right now. He immediately texts back. She really video, <laughs> and I'm like, Daddy off. I will watch it in a second. Yeah, it was a heartbreaker. I'll tell you what, but insane performance. I look her up. Triple double. This girl was shooting threes from where Trell shoots. 
I'll send you the video. She was literally just like, and then pull up jumper three from where trail shoots like guarded. Wild. Yikes. Love to see it, man. Time of the year. Love to see it. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for following. Whenever we get back from Vegas, we'll do our final wrap-up podcast of this. We'll talk about the Vegas trip. We'll talk about the entire season. We'll give out our season awards, awards for the whole team. Uh, and yeah, one of my put a nice, pretty bow, and then send everybody off on a you know have a great season and see you in fucking October post. So. I'm sure we will. I'm sure I'll have enough drinks in me to be like, let's go live. Anyway. <laughs> All right. And we love you. And I'm sure you'll see plenty of posting nonstop. So um, see you on Tuesday. Hope you have a great night, and as always, Axe and Jacks.